solving for some puzzled glyphs, the party finds themselves in the middle of a cultist ritual to raise the great worm Fearplex, and a battle begins. Now, the party is on their heels, with many cultists casting spells and their warriors doing damage to Otis, and Villa's bow is nowhere to be found. We're back with Roll for Blank, Streets of Mage. Do a, um, I'm going to do an unarmed strike um, to try to, uh, I don't know, just clothesline him as he runs away. Seven. Do it, do it with advantage because he's distracted by the dissonant whispers. Love it. Team. Fifteen? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're not going to hit, but what I want to do is give you a, a trip here. So as he's walking away, you're going to trip him, and he's going to take... Uh, oh, well, hey, that there you go. He, I rolled a, one, a, a d4, and he got the four. So he's going to take four damage, falling flat on his face. And Polly, as, as, as you trip him and he's falling down, and you, you see this thing really close up, these cultists' faces are just like worm faces with this horrible round mouth surrounded in teeth. Mm, wow. They have, like, leech one faces. One hell of an architect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was building really cool Geary style stuff. <laughs> Are you sure we should put a bathroom there? Who <laughs> <laughs> gave a bathroom? We'll have seventeen bathrooms. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe he didn't always have a worm face. You know, he could have had a normal face before he got into the worm cult. Nah, um, Otis. He was born that way. That's it came right out of his mom that way. Ooh, he probably should have just dropped that in the lake. You don't have kids. So now, uh, now the two other cultists are going to come around. So there's one that's all the way in the back. They're going to step forward and try to cast Ray of Frost on Captain Alora. Whoa, I'm behind Paul. Oh, Polly ran away from me. Never Polly mind. did move away from you. I tripped the guy. I'm sorry. I, well, oh. I do. Sorry. It, no, this well, is, it's fine, Nate. No, this is going to be with disadvantage because you're right. Polly is in the way. That's creating an obstruction. So... Uh, so it's, I mean, it's still a, it's still a, uh, a 22 to hit, so I don't know that that's... <laughs> no, uh, let's think about this, because I have my mother's shield, and we can roll 100 off. Be careful. Oh, yeah. Be 100. They go everywhere. Oh, it's a, it's a 51, I think. It's hard to tell with this one. Okay, so, <laughs> so nothing happens. I rolled a 99. Um, what? Is what? I want your 100 side I know, dice. I don't know. Where I don't know why is, this what? is working. How like did this. that work? <laughs> so yeah, so you're gonna take damage from getting hit with this ray of frost. Ten damage. So you take you take ten cold damage as you get hit with the ray of frost. And then the fourth cultist is going to step around from the right side and is going to lunge toward Polly with his staff. And that's a natural twenty. Are you sure? Oh, that misses. I'm kidding. <laughs> so it's gonna be a, a total of ten damage. Okay. From the from the stat from the it's a bludgeon that- attack, so it's five for you. And while he's got you there, he's gonna try to grab you and do the life drain again. So roll constitution, please. Get out of there. Get out of there, Polly. Uh, a natural twenty and then plus four. Okay. He grabs you and for some reason, like he he can't get a hold of like he can't figure out where you are. 
<laughs> like he's literally confused about where your arm is in the tracksuit. And then he finds it, and then he's just enamored with your muscles. So he's just going to sort of squeeze your muscles for a second, and then that's the end of his turn. Yeah, that's a garden-made pleather on that tracksuit. So uh, I actually don't know what a tracksuit's made of. You have a tracksuit. I know. You bought it for this campaign. What, what's the... Polyester. The yeah, answer? it's super polyester. polyester. Thank you. Yeah, that's a garden-made polyester. Yeah. <laughs> it's Polly's, Polly's nickname is polyester. Oh, yeah. yeah. Backstory. Yeah. I'm leaving in all this <laughs> silence because I deserve it. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, back to the top of the order, Otis. Irrelevant, Otis. Sorry, I'm just projecting my issues on you. My therapist says I have got to work on that. Uh, yeah. Um, quick question. This dude who's attacking me, didn't I put him to sleep? Um, well, you put the other one who was attacking with sleep. This one was okay. attacking Villa, then charged at you. Villa charged at them, didn't hit them, right. they got to you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do magic missile again, so they're gonna take 12 damage. All right. Uh, yeah. You splash this warrior with with a whole bunch of heat. He is not he is not dead, um, but is very severely wounded. And now it's one of the warriors' turn. They remain asleep, and it's Polly's turn. You got this, Polly. Polyester it up. Okay. There is a a guy prone. Correct. Yeah. The one that you just tripped is is prone. Okay. And then there's the guy that, uh, the guy that just grabbed me. Yes. There's the guy that just grabbed your muscles. Did he say with his worm face, oh, so strong. Okay. I'm going to try to, <laughs> have you seen the movie American History X? Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you sure. Are you going to curb stomp somebody? this yeah, guy? <laughs> that messed up scene where he curb stomps someone. I'm going to try to do that. Okay. I'm going to, I assume that's an unarmed attack. Um, yeah, but roll it with advantage because he's prone and he's still dissonant whispered. So not, uh, not super. I rolled a, a non-natural 20 the first time. Does that yeah, that's, that's going to curb stop. So, um, okay. there's such a thing as a sad saxophone. They <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can probably find it. Uh, eight damage. Yep. On the... Yeah. You, you just stomp right through this, this confused worm's head and oh! uh, just green pus and ooze goes everywhere um Damn. splashing out of the robe and one of the cultists is down you oh. notice the flame in the center of the room grows visibly weaker yet again cool i um i've got a bonus action as a experienced tavern brawler to grapple so i'm going to the guy that touched me i'm gonna grapple him by taking his steel wool cloak and just trying to toss him into the fire Okay, so so you need to roll. We're rolling strength against each other for the grapple. Yes. All right. And I have advantage because I'm so <laughs> okay. <sighs> Twelve is the high one. I got eleven. So yeah, Ooh. you grapple them. Oh, nice. Oh yeah. All right. Put him in the flames. It's you will kill him or you know make him super powerful and vibe with the worms powerful magical essence. So. Well, I'm glad you're taking these fun chances with the health of the party. Look, if Nate has a boss, <laughs> we should heat it up. Do you want to while you have a wee break? Nah, I'm a great Are you sure? Because mm-hmm. I'm sitting across from you and looking at your health right now. Polly's not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so on this grapple, roll, roll, uh, Roll strength to throw him into the fire. Let's see what Roll happens. for hunger. He got a natural 20. He wants to eat. 18. Okay. Yeah, you're going to you're going to successfully throw him into the fire and he is going to take 7 damage from the fire. He's going to land in it, roll in it and roll out. 
Um, but you you can see that the, the robes he's wearing actually lights up as the flame hits it. So you can tell from that that the damage was minimized, almost as if their religious garments protect them from their horrible, horrible deity. All right. Horrible deities. And now we have uh, another sleeping warrior and another sleeping warrior. <laughs> and then it's Villa's turn. I don't even... Who's alive? Who can I kill? All right, well, there's uh, four warriors are still alive. Three of them are asleep. I'll, I'll clue you in. They're going to wake up eventually. Like, this isn't going to be in their sleep forever. And then you also have three cultists alive. One who just rolled out of the flame in the center. Um, one who has as yet been uninjured. And one who is wounded but not dead. Okay, I'm going to try and hit the one who I haven't been able to hit because I hate him. And I really need him to die. <laughs> All right. Yes, let's go. Let's go for that. Maybe pray to your non-existent cleric god. Right. <laughs> Excellent. Please bless me with the thing. Big money, big money. You should be a cult leader. <laughs> Why? Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to drop in some bardic inspiration, and I'm going to allow her to add a d6 to her roll. Add a d6. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Villa. <laughs> oh, my God. A one. <laughs> no, it's a not a good night. No? You just say you were supposed to add a D6. Was that that looked like a twenty? That's a D6. Oh, my bad. Excited die. That's a normal, normal die. Oh man. Okay. This this uh, this war this warrior eludes you yet again. I hate him. I'm gonna eat his children. <laughs> um, and now that warrior has another turn and is going to attempt to skewer Otis again. That Pick is a, a that is a ten to hit. Ooh. <laughs> All right, gonna try to gonna try to shield bash it still, and that is a seventeen. Ouch! Three damage from the shield bash, and roll a Constitution save. Seventeen. You save. You uh, yeah. You you get bashed in the face. You're like whatever, dude. I'm gonna magic missile you to death in two shakes. Just sit tight. <laughs> uh, now we have the one wounded cultist is going to come at Polly again, and. That is a 18 on the staff attack. Canceled. Okay. And then they're going to try to hit you with that life drain again. So please roll constitution. Come on, big guy. You got this. Nine. Okay. They are going to drain 17 life from you. Jesus. Mother of God. Of course, you'll take half, so. Yeah. Could you please have a sandwich now? No, I'm good. I will murder you. It is not my turn. If you die, I will kill you. (laughs) What she said, she understands. Um, That that heals it fully back to health. They don't use all of the hit points that they they drained. This is not the one I killed, and it's not the one I threw through the fire. So this one ran up to me? This was the other one that had been there in the front. So the one that you hit with the axe, Captain Laura tried to stab and then you ran over at another one. Okay, so he came out. it, she made it yeah. dissonant whisper. The other one ran up to you, you picked it up and threw it in the fire. So there are two uninjured ones and one that I threw into a fire. Right, yeah, yeah. Stop. Curb stomped is dead. The one of the, the one that, the only other one that was injured just healed back to health. Uh, okay, okay, now whatever next campaign we play, we have to have a character named Curb Stomp. I'm just throwing that out there, okay? I think so too. <laughs> uh, I love Perusa Balkan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Captain Alora, it's your turn. 
Okay, I have some I have some world building questions. Uh, what color are the robes? They are, you know, they're kind of like a, an iridescent viridian. Do you feel like that would complement my skin tone? Oh, I mean, you you've got a nice emerald glow to you, and I think the the monochrome thing would would could rock very well. And hypothetically, if I put that robe on, would I get their kind? Of, would I get their AC? You know what? Honestly, yeah. Uh, take inspiration one for asking it all, and uh, and two. Yes, we'll we'll make that happen. So that'll improve your AC to 17. Um, you can just override it for now because I didn't create an item for this. I didn't necessarily well, plan on the robes being lootable, but that's but that's cool. I'm into it. Okay, well I'm gonna run over to Curb Stomp McGee, and I'm gonna steal his thing. I'm gonna be a little grossed out by the worm slime around the neckline, but I think I can really scrub that down with some maybe like a peppermint tea, and I think I can get that stain out. Yeah, I mean, definitely, like, you don't even have to roll perception. You can tell that this is a fabric that would work very well with peppermint. Perfect. Can I still attack something, or is my entire motion reward? Re- no, that was a that was a move and, and, a, and a free action to take the stuff. So, yeah, may, you can make an attack. Cool. Okay, I'm, I feel like I'm ideologically offended by the other robed guy that just sucked some of Polly's life out, because Polly's been doing just, like, a really great job protecting me. So, um... I'm going to dissonant whisper in him. Great. I'm going to need a saving throw of 13, but could you fail it? It's 11. Okay, great. Uh, um, 12. Okay. It looks like you got a little cheese on your new suit there. Oh, Otis, it's not cheese, it's worm guts. But don't worry, I'm going to get it out later. It looks like cheese. Right, well, I don't, you know, I want to get closer to me and maybe lick me a bit, but I feel like she's not going to like what her tongue finds. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Roll the make out. Uh, okay. <laughs> now the, the two of the other cultists. Hold on. He's running away, right? From the dissonance. Yeah, yeah. He, he's going to, yes. He's dissonant. So attack of opportunity? He took the damage. Yeah, you do get attack of opportunity. Good point. Oh, but Nate, do tell us what he's thinking. Was he also an architect? What is his backstory? I need to know. Non-natural 25 to hit. But tell us that's, the backstory. That's going to hit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will tell you the backstory. 11 damage. Okay. So yeah, you, you're gonna do that and, and you're gonna knock him prone as well. So he, as he's running away, he's thinking about how the weirdest moment in his entire life was when he was being bullied by another young worm person on the playground. And that right as the worm person was pummeling him about the face with just relentless blows, that he said something to the effect of his mother's name, Martha. And then this bully <laughs> was like, why did you say that name? And stopped beating him up. And from that day forward, he and that bully decided that they were going to be friends and try to bully the other bully. Oh, thanks, Zack Snyder. I enjoyed that riveting take on the dialogue. That one just got whacked. Now we've got the two other cultists, one that is uninjured, one that has just been thrown through the fire. Uh, The uninjured one is going to stay as far back from everybody as it can and going to try to shoot a ray of frost at Captain Alora. Uh, that's a 10 to hit. It doesn't with either shield. Not not, not going to hit with, you, with your stuff. So they are going to use the rest of their action to move uh, further away from the fire to, to just keep the fire in between you all and them. Uh, and the final one who has been recently thrown through the fire is going to get up for their move action and then they're going to try to ray of frost Polly. That is a 26. Time out. They're ray of frosting through the fire? They're gonna kind of poke around, they're gonna lean around the fire and ray of frost at you. 
and that's going to do 14 cold damage, so 7 to you. And they're also going to to hang back. They're not going to try to come up in life drain or anything. And we're back to the top of the order with Odin. Okay, this uh, some bitch that's all up in my face still, uh, he's going to get a level 2. Well, I mean, how does he look? He looks he looks bad. He looks real bad. He gets There's three sleeping guys, and he looks bad. Um, I do have to start using my uh, the font of magic because I'm, I'm out of spell slots, so I'm, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. starting to come to cash in those points. So that's the first one of those. So I can get another spell slot, and he's going to take... Well, I'm throwing rocks tonight. Um, another 10 points of damage. Hot damn, he is dead. Woo! Magic missile hits him. He just drops uh, kind of Obi-Wan Kenobi style. Like he just sort of, blah, and then his helmet falls clattering on the ground and, uh, oh, and he is down. These dudes aren't human. There's no body? Not not this one. The body disappeared. Oh, oh there's something funny going on over here, you guys. <laughs> I like that. Nate, quick question. Yeah. In old D&D rules, you could uh, coup de gras somebody who was prone or sleeping. Um, is that still the case? Yeah, I love I love that rule. Yeah, so please do. I've been waiting for anybody to coup de gras any of these sleeping individuals. Okay, yeah, that I assume I can't do that right now, but next time. So one one of the warriors is now dead. The three remaining are asleep, and it's Polly's turn. Polly, coup de hoop something. So it's a free. I'm not even close to over there. So it's a free action to eat, correct? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat a red delicious apple. Do you? You're gonna eat more than that. It's it's one free action to eat one. Why also, didn't you eat something big? I'm, I'm sorry. Which which character are you playing again? I just said worrying. Yeah. You are Why don't you so stay dying. right over there. Okay. Um. All right. So one of the guys is sort of across the flame from me. What's the distance between the two of them and their relative health? One of them is completely fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. One of the the one in the farthest back that is that just keeps moving further away and is keeping the fire directly between you, seemingly knowing that you can charge is at full health. The other one is the one you threw through the fire who has poked around to have shot the ray of frost at you. And there's still a prone one, right? No, um, yes. Yeah, the one the one that the other one that got Disney whispered is prone now because How injured is he? Very. Okay. I think we can handle that. I'm gonna I'm gonna dash with the Dauntless Warrior Helm towards the one that's trying to poke around the fire at me. And I'm going to try to hit him with Nance. Okay. The great sword. Uh, oof, a 12 for that one? That's a miss. I And then I'm going to use the second action. Uh, natural 20, and then plus 7. Yeah, that's going to hit. Yeah. So do I roll the d20 to confirm? Yes, please. Roll oh. to confirm, beat their AC again, and you will do double uh, damage. 24. You are bad. doing double damage. So do double damage to this, this fellow. Oh, get it! Ooh. Uppercut his head off. Oh, let's do 30 even. Okay, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, why don't you describe how you how you uh, remove this worm cultist's life from its body? Okay. Uh, yeah, I I do a massive like spinning dervish swirl with this or with this greatsword, so it just looks like a blender cleaver. And just as I'm about to hit the worm, I drop the sword and just put my fist through its <laughs> worm mouth straight through the back of its head. Okay, great. You pull anything out on the on the extraction? The old rope and dope. Uh, I is there anything to pull out of the back of a worm's head? I don't. I know mean, pretty much just worm guts. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah I, I guess. But we'll, uh, uh, I'm gonna roll. pull his hood through the back of his neck so that I've just stripped him naked and I'm just holding 
the cloak. Okay, roll roll a d20 straight up real quick, just for funzos. Also turn the robe inside uh, out. Any modifiers or just uh, 19? 19, okay. As you do this, as you sort of pull this worm inside out, including their robe, you find inside the worm an entire apple. <laughs> that he's supposed to eat, like immediately, like it just goes straight into his mouth, right, Nate? No, no, Nate? Good. I'm gonna be like, uh, I'm gonna look Nate? at the apple covered in worm guts. And it gonna, looks like cheese. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna wipe it off and just be like, uh, five second roll. And then slide that into my cloak. I think five seconds, Will, and then you're gonna eat it. No, I'm good. Also, just to be clear, the free action to eat is once per turn, anyways, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Like I can't just sit there and eat like a five quart, like three apples and a turkey on my turn. Yeah. I mean, technically, you should be able to eat an item per turn. Yeah. Okay. That means. I, I mean, I. Okay. That that's a good turn. You could use like all of your other. If you want to use your move action and your attack action to eat, you can do all three. But the yeah. free one. That that is the second dead cultist now we have a sleepy warrior he's just still snoozing having a having a dream about ponies maybe i don't know as does another one otis great job setting all these people into sleep mode because otherwise we might be dead yeah i'm pretty sure we would have lost um, yeah it was looking kind of rough on it well i mean and, and really like a spectacular role on it to get 31 especially when two of them were really really injured as it was so you just checked as many boxes as possible villa it's your turn yeah, that's gonna be a detente of ponies. Can <laughs> <laughs> I shoot one of them? Yeah, which uh, you want to shoot one of the cultists, or yes, do you want to shoot one of the those sleeping, sleeping ones, the ponies? Oh, you want to sleep? You want to shoot a sleeping one? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. get it. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. You're dreaming of ponies now. The ponies are gonna die, Otis. I get it. Uh, okay, yeah. Shoot, oh, shoot Seventeen. <sighs> that that's that is uh, their AC, but because they are asleep, I'm gonna give it to you. Roll damage. Fuck! It only ate. Okay, so uh, did you want to shoot at the one that looked the least injured of the sleepies, or? Sure, yeah. Let's do okay. that. All right, all right. Injured, most injured. She said least. She said least injured. Oh man. Boo. <laughs> so okay, uh, that that guy's gonna wake up. Yeah. From being hit. And, He's gonna be mad at me. And now it is okay, going yeah. to be one of the cultists' turn that is very injured and has been dissonant whispered. They uh, continue, they climb up to stop being prone, and all they want to do is walk away, which means Polly has an attack of opportunity again on Get him, Polly. Get him. I mean, I think I just rolled all the 20s out of this die, but let's see. Hey. Oh, I 26 non natural. That's a hit. Uh, 18 damage. Yeah. How do you remove the life from this cultist? Oh. Maybe gently. This cultist has had a bad life. <laughs> oh, oh, good. I'm going to put it in a headlock, and as it's it's sort of thrashing around with its last uh, moments of life, I'm going to get close to what I think it's his ear and say, Martha. <laughs> whisper that Martha, so that's the last thing it hears before it dies. Love it. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you just like squeeze it until its its head kind of all of its worm matter forces into the head, and then it just pops. It gets uh, um, lonely in the garden, if you know what I'm saying. As this as this third cultist falls, the the cauldron of green flame roars wildly what? and turns bright red, like regular fire. 
and an aura comes off of it and surrounds the remaining cultist. Pause for a second. Nate, you think a regular fire is bright red? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's like orange, white, yellow. <laughs> okay. I know, right. I know what a regular fire <laughs> looks <laughs> like. What I'm listeners just... can't see is in the background of, of Nate's place is just inverted uh, stars and, and just satanic. They're, they're yeah, like, it's so head on a hike. It's just dripping blood out of its mouth as we're it's playing. Weird. It's it's coming out of his mouth too. It's, I, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Why won't you join me? <laughs> I was gonna say something about the bright red normal fire, but then I was like, Don't say Aww. anything, Billy. You are very colorblind. He's so colorblind. Colorblind. It's so bad. Aww. This is why I was like, wait, 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 wait. Do we have a friend here with same complete lack of reality? Just this fun. fire is the color of normal fire with some <laughs> it, it's it's been to the salon lately it has <sighs> red highlights great and it looks excellent very very fetching uh and it Baby, does how it, you feeling it, feeling good as hell <laughs> <laughs> you see an aura glow around this remaining rogue cultist and it is captain laura's turn like, is the aura the kind of thing that's going to make me, like, critical fail for relevance again? Like, how, what, what do I know about this aura? You can do an arcana check. Oh, let's see how bad this goes. Ooh, uh, nine? Okay. You, you tap into every single just moment of the correspondence course that you took in the woods, and you remember... <laughs> that there was a whole section on magic fires that one of those owls brought to you. And you were like, oh, this is interesting. And you skimmed it, you didn't really read it, but you do remember the headings and the subheadings in the article. And you remember that green fire tends to denote protection and that red fire tends to denote empowerment, but it doesn't actually protect against it. Oh, man, I'm so glad I went to Ellsford. So the green went into the cultist. But became red. I the, fire, the, fire, the fire turned red and then like imbued a red fire. aura into the cultist. Oh, oh, it did a, okay, okay. Okay, cool. Um, well, with that great knowledge I had from the um, number one university in, in Ellsfordshire, I... Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try dissonant whispers again. I'm gonna need a saving throw 13 for you not to do. Okay. Come on, Nate, roll badly. It's an 18. Sorry. Are you sure? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I right. rolled high. I rolled like a, a three and a four on the other two. Okay, as a bonus action, I'm gonna eat something. Let me discover what that thing will be. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna eat an apple. Now this cultist bathed in a red aura. He's gonna hold his staff up and then he's gonna throw it across the cave toward toward Polly? toward you and Polly. But mostly you're, you're, Polly? Well, it's kind of in between because it's behind Polly and this, this staff is going to dig into the ground and it is going to transform into a giant python. Well, I like snakes, that's cool. I'll be friends with it. And then that, that cultist is going to mutter some incantation-y sounding lingo and then rest on its turn. And now we are back to the top of the order with Otis. Okay. Um, Do you need to eat something? <laughs> I don't have anything left to eat, and I'm doing okay-ish. Mm. Otis is going to draw a long dagger and murder one of the sleeping soldiers. All right, which one do you want to murder? Um, I don't really care. Whichever one's closest. All right, great. Yeah, you're just gonna you're just gonna just get cut. down there, <clears throat> take this this prone thing's life, and uh, and yeah, like the other one, the armor just sort of falls limp and there is no body. Now, did their faces look strange or anything? Well, they were wearing helmets that completely covered their faces. Oh. Mm -hmm. 
I said that. It's a detail that I added you specifically. Yeah. Uh, so there's only two warriors left. One is awake. That's the one that got arrowed. Uh, and and the other welcome. one is uh, is about to wake up, and well, he I can't does. do much else right now, huh? Uh, so the, uh, the the sleeping time, the cycle, their circadian rhythms have abstained, and this uh, this very wounded guard is going to use their move action to stand, and then they are going to uh, try to thrust at Otis with the spear. Uh, Going to do it with disadvantage because of the distance, and that is a natural one, um, <laughs> given that he has one hit point left. Um, yeah, it's like he put the cigarette in the, the wrong direction and tried to light the filter. So he's going to just jab himself in the face with his own spear, trying to stab Otis. And he is dead. Mm-hmm. Otis laughs uproariously. <laughs> and, uh, and Polly, it's your turn, Polly. Okay. Um, Get him, Polly. Is it a, I, I would like to know anything about this. Does it look like a magical python? Does it look like a normal python? Is that nature arcana? I guess it's just... Yeah, you, you, you can do nature. Uh-huh. Uh, six. Um, you can tell this is a normal python. You have seen some snakes in the forest. This one just looks like a real big one. Hmm. How big is it? Um, it's, it's giant, so it's like uh, 30 feet long. Oh. And like... Uh, I don't know, almost two and a half feet around? Or diameter, not around. So is it close enough that it would get an attack of opportunity if I tried to run away? Uh, no, no, it's not engaged with you yet. So you could you could either move away from it or you could charge into it either way. Can I run over to that alive cultist? Um, on the other side of the fire? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm... Shoot, I hate to do this. I'm going to eat an apple. I mean, everybody does, right? Come on. <laughs> Give me some candy. Just... Okay. Um, I'm going to charge that cultist. I'm going to attack him with the greatsword. Uh, 18 to hit. That's a hit. Oh, a 10 damage. Okay. And then because of the charge, I'm going to attack him again. All right. Do it. Uh, 18 to hit. That's a hit again, yeah. 17 damage. Damn. All right. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna, that's gonna make this possibly brief we'll have to see great uh yeah you 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 beat this beat this cultist up real good okay now it is the uh the warrior who was uh, shot uh and is is now awake will uh, try to attack otis through the proximity uh, but otis is currently unavailable oh he's here oh good 15 to hit that hits okay it's gonna be 12 damage from the spear attack ow and that's a lot shield bash is going to be a nine miss so you will take no damage on the shield bash and now it's villa's turn villa um i'm gonna attack the one who just attacked otis okay fire away this suck this time got this no no i don't it's nine oh no (laughs) just shooting blanks tonight oh my god terrible just terrible it punishes me for being too good last time Okay. It was pretty um, unbalanced last time. <laughs> it was all, like all 22s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, Captain Alora, it's back to yep. you. Yep, I'm ready, and I okay. So there's a python that's in front of me. Yep. I don't wa- I don't want to fight it. I want to run away towards the cultist that Polly had attacked, and I'm gonna try to double arm attack it with a long sword and my rapier. Okay. Critically failed with my rapier. Okay. <laughs> I got a 21 with my longsword. All right. Um, so uh, let's 
let's go here. I'm just gonna do. You're gonna take two damage because when you when you try to draw your rapier, you're just gonna cut your hand drawing it, and that's a critical fail. So you're gonna drop it because you you hurt yourself. Uh, but roll damage on the on the longsword. Really pretty common mistake. Don't feel bad. Uh, that's a ten. Okay. Woof. Damn. Very nice. Yeah, this cultist is getting slapped around real good. And speaking of this cultist, it's his turn. And uh, since you're nearby, Captain Laura, he's gonna am grab I, you. Am I, am I? Was it a projection of me, Nate? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you trying okay. to? You trying to charm me? Roll a little, little charisma check. <laughs> about little did he know? <laughs> um, so roll, roll a Constitution save, please. Which actually, con's probably pretty high for you. It's an, it's an eleven. Okay. Uh, so this this uh, dude's gonna drain life from you to the tune of twelve hit points, and then he's going to chant for the snake to rise, and it's going and, and he's going to direct it to attack you, Captain Alora. Uh huh. And that's what it's gonna do. It's gonna come charging at you, the snake. The snake's gonna come slithering up, uh-huh. and it's gonna try to bite you. Yep. And that's twelve to hit. Fuck you. It's not gonna hit. Uh. <laughs> And and that's all it's gonna do. Uh huh. And now it's Otis's turn. Okay. Um, Ready? Okay. Uh, current threats. Uh, you have a, the dude who's attacking me. Yep, you got the dude who's attacking you. You've got a cultist and a giant python. Okay, but for the guards, there's only one left. Yep, just the one that's attacking you. All the guards are dead, except for that guy. Well, let's uh, go ahead and finish this bingo card. Um, I'll spend another font of magic point and give this fellow <laughs> give him a level two magic missile because that's even more. Okay, so I'll roll damage for that. All right, thirteen. That is exactly how many hit points is he had left. He is dead. Yay! Yeah. The armor empties out and clatters <sighs> on the floor. All right, Polly. Well, Pauly. that's a relief. Yeah, that was close because I was really worried he was going to kill you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so the cultist is right in front of me? Yeah, yeah, you're right there. Take it, come it's gonna on. going to be risky. I'm going to do a reckless attack. Okay. Um, I have advantage on to hit, but anyone that attacks me has advantage on to hit me. I love it. The snake's going to just love it. <laughs> uh, 18 to hit the cultist. That'll hit, yeah. 15 damage. Okay. Oh, just 12 for me. Yeah, yeah the, cult, the cultist is very wounded, but still alive. Oh. Uh, Nate, can I use my bardic inspiration to add a d6 remotely to race's roll? For the, for the damage roll? Yeah, I think I can do that. Yeah, I mean, you, you can you can do it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I can only do it as a negative thing. I, I bet. Oh, all right. I thought you could, but... Well, you, you can here, if you would no, give Yeah, I had to oh, give it to okay. an advance. Gotcha. Sorry about that. Okay. Okay. Well, Villa, it's your turn. You got a, a very wounded cultist and a giant python that has just tried to bite Captain Alora. What it's will you do? It's like some Thulsa Doom shit. Your uh, your uh, volume very off. What? No. <laughs> I don't get muted. Um, I'm going to kill the cultist. Of course, I think that nice. behind the whole sneaky snake. So let's go ahead and see if we can. Actually... I'm sorry. I don't mean to correct you, Villa, but it is a danger noodle. Mm. Giant danger noodle. Yep. <laughs> I should say. Alright. Snick. Twelve. Twelve to hit? Yeah. Oh god. Are you pressing the right buttons? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Zone is like a decent. Um, oh, I like it. 
Uh, yeah. You attack him yeah, with a D4? Not, that's not gonna hit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Damn. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> Captain Alora, it's your turn. Okay. As, as a bonus action, you can give someone bardic inspiration. Cool, I'm gonna give Polly bardic inspiration. Sweet. Alright. You have a cultist oh, right in front of you. You got a snake behind you. And you can re-roll with your lucky power. Okay, um, I am going to, I'm, I'm gonna double-handed attack the cleric, I mean the, the rogue deep, rogue deep man. I'm going to use my luck to re-roll that. Okay. Didn't get terribly better. Um, 17? It's exactly his AC, Are so you... that won't hit. Yeah. Okay, um, let me try my other attack. I'm gonna use my luck again. My luck gave me a critical fail. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, okay. Uh, the critical fail is not gonna count against you. So this cultist is going to cast, it's gonna cast Ray of Frost uh-huh. at, Cap, at Captain Alora. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. Can you yeah. Yeah. If you want to. And six cold damage. Okay. As a cone of icy wind just pummels you. Uh huh. And then they are going to reach out and grab Polly to try to life drain. So Polly, roll a Constitution save. Uh, nineteen. Okay. Yeah. So you'll you'll save. They're only going to be able to drain um, half. Which, wow, yeah, a one and a two. So they're going to drain three. <laughs> You'll take one damage. They'll get three hit points back. I don't think he's going to be very happy about that. He was expecting to drain way more. Uh, okay, now the giant python is going to attempt to attack Captain Laura again. Uh, that is, that's a 25 to hit. That will even hit me with my really great new cloak on. Um, you're going to take nine damage and cool. it's going to attempt to wrap around and constrict you. Uh, so you need to roll a, a strength save. Okay, first of all, uh, the first attack um, is gonna kill me unless I do something about it. So I'm gonna use my um, special bardic power that allows me to remove a d6 from your thing. So please roll a d6 and remove it from whatever you've just done to me. Okay, uh, so subtract four. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you attack me with nine, so I'll take five. Okay. Okay, right. And then I'm sorry, you're going to try to constrict me? Yeah. So you need to roll a, a strength saving throw. Fourteen. Okay. You you force your arms away as the snake tries to wrap around you, and it's unable, unable to grip you. Just, just barely. Cool. Thanks for not killing me. Well, thanks for uh, not getting killed. You, you saved yourself. And now it's Otis's turn. Otis. Oh, boy. Um... No more guards. No more guards. One cultist, pretty beat up, and one giant python. Danger noodle. Um, Danger noodle. I'm going to be real tapped out after this fight, but I'm going to um, open something? up another... I don't have anything to eat. Uh, I'm going to open up another spell... From us to eat? Spell slot. <laughs> and uh, do a level two magic missile on the cultist that's still alive. Okay. Let's see how much damage you do to this cultist. Guys, this could be really big. This could be huge. Isn't this exciting? It is. Holy shit. Um, I almost maxed out that damage roll. Um, so that's going to be 17. Damn. All right. Your magic missile hits this cultist, and the cultist dies. When the cultist Ooh, yeah. falls oh, to the yeah. ground, as the cultist falls to the ground, the python reverts back into the staff from whence it was summoned, and you are out of combat. 
I was thinking that was going to happen, you guys. <laughs> really good job. Um, should I like eat some stuff? Is a worm about to be conjured, or like, are we going to take a nap soon? What are we thinking? Does the fire go out? The fire is still burning. In like a red way, or like a natural way? <laughs> in in a it's it's uh it's burning in the same red way. Um, it's not green. Though. Clarification. <laughs> yeah. Red green color blood. The, <laughs> the, the, mm. Something that something that was important that the cultist said with its dying breath that I forgot to uh, to mention. Oh yeah. <laughs> was the cultist said, "You will not stop Fearplex's rise. It is our god, and it will bring absolution to the shining <laughs> lands." Could have maybe mentioned that sooner, but <laughs> the flame must not be extinguished. The beast will rise. Oh man! And then he died. Hey, who's, <laughs> who's got like some some water? A bunch of liquid, like a gigantic tea thing that she's been yeah, carrying around okay, the entire cool. campaign. Hey, you got a thermos or something? Ounces of life. I will empty all of the tea, even the really nice like. The really, really nice white tea I've been saving. I'm just gonna pour all of it onto that, onto that super fire. Oh okay. yes, spill yeah. that tea, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is an ep- that's the episode title right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, you you dump all of your tea out on this fire, and guess what? Like every other fire that's ever existed in the history of time, it has a real aversion to tea, and it goes <laughs> right the fuck out. Woo! Tea solves the day! And Polly is standing there with the cloak from the dead cults and be like, so, uh, you don't want me to just put this over the fire and put it out? No, that's a magic cloak. It, it don't work. Otis bites his thumbnail nail while he realizes that he could have just used his prestidigitation cantrip to probably put that fire out. And you would still <laughs> have tea. water. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, Captain is already starting to get the, the shakes from tea withdrawal, just realizing she doesn't have any more. I mean, she could brew more, but, like, I don't know how much time we have, and she's kind of freaking out. I'm gonna pick up the hand axes and spears I threw. Okay. And I'm going to, uh, a 12 on Arcana check for the staff and just see what that staff is. Yeah, um, okay. So, uh, Polly, you're going to look at this staff. You find that it is a staff of the python. It's a magic item. You can add it. Uh, any one of you can do this, and you will be able to turn it into a python in the future to use it as a uh, fighty danger noodle on your team. Yeah, I'm yeah. not exactly a cobra commander here, so... What? Uh, no, you talk to animals. What are you talking about? Well, I, I don't command them, though. That's disrespectful. Uh, I think that's a nice-looking walking stick you got there. Yeah, that's I. Is does someone want uh, this uh, snake staff here? I. It's a bit too. It's a bit too phallic for my current leanings these days. So I think maybe I leave that more for you guys. I don't want Shanti to get the wrong. I think one. it's. I think it's really nice. D- does it have any more power for me? And I'd likely just want to kill all of you. So uh, <laughs> give it to the give it to yeah, the I'm, thing that I'm, smells really nice. I'll hand it to Otis. Um, does it have any attack if you just hit people with it? Um, I don't believe it does. Let me let oh. me just double check the item. Oh, that that's fine. I don't even have it anymore. I gave it to Otis. It's his <laughs> it's his, his headache now. Plus, if Polly keeps it, it's just going to be another weapon he doesn't use. I used a bunch <laughs> of weapons. I even hit something with a mace today. Now that, I mean, you didn't name your maces. Now no, that's true. What's well, it's, it's got to have magic? There's got. Otis going to learn to ride this snake around the swamp. Oh, that's <laughs> good. 
the danger noodle would enjoy the swamp. Um, can we uh, do a little rummaging around the corpses and see what we got? Yes, let's do that. Uh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can look around the corpses. <laughs> Is so the staff you you can basically plant the staff in the ground and summon a giant python that is under your command, and you can also return it to staff form on command. So that's pretty cool. But if it gets to zero hit points, it dies, reverts to its staff form, and then the staff is destroyed. Do you have to use your action to control the snake, or can you do stuff and control the snake? It, it gets its own action, so it'll be essentially a fifth beetle in this in this little troop. Mm, that's nice. Um, you mean Ringa? Yeah. <laughs> Ringa. <laughs> Um, I was going to call it Titanoboa, but whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, we can deal with this next time, but you're, I assume, not going to give us any kind of rest. Wait, uh, yeah, there's no no chance to rest right now. Are we level five? No, you're not level five. Yet. <laughs> that was a lot of experience. It seven, was, level seven. I know. Come on, man. Oh, but you're man. not level five yet. <laughs> Get that I'm snake not... staff out. I want to kill it. Oh, does it the... spell slots? This is going to be... You just want to spar with the python until you get to level five. Level. I mean, just... it kind of makes sense. That python. So that staff, as long as the snake doesn't get to zero hit points, all you have to do is revert it to the staff, and it regains all of it hit, its hit points. Oh, nice. Let's just keep so, doing that. That's dope. Okay. Yeah. It's like one of those inflatable clowns with sand in the bottom that you punch and it just keeps coming back up. It doesn't matter. How many does the snake have? 60. So yeah, I mean, oh, if you if you want to know, I can give you that. It's because that, that was what you would have had to fight if, if it had even had a chance to engage you. But it's AC 14, 60 hit points, plus seven to bite. It does 2d6 plus four piercing damage on the bite. And then um, on constrict of a, a, a DC 13 strength roll, it can do 2d8 plus 4 bludgeoning damage and grapple. Why are you so mean? Well, now I, I feel be... bad about being turned off by the phallicness because it's... Now, I, now Otis is a yeah. tank. I'm happy. Wear it like, like a... Like a boa. Yeah, yeah, and I'll run into the battle and I'll just hold the snake out when anyone tries to hit me. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like the <laughs> Britney like Spears a... toxic video. Yeah, it's perfect. You, uh... Do I have to cut my hair like uh, James Earl Jones in, in Conan now that I command this giant snake? I need like really high bangs and a page boy haircut. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be embarrassing, but it's it's necessary to play it right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, next Thursday, the first thing we do other than catch up and talk about how pretty Billy's eyes are and Level. how nice Melody's hair looks, we're all going to eat. We're all going to take stuff and we're going to put it in our mouths. Nice. Mm. I'm serious, guys. Among the corpses, you find 30 gold pieces. You find four holy symbols of the worm. And you find two whole turkey. I'm going to say, Otis, why don't you take some of that man who has no apples? I could actually use some more, too. Is, is holy symbol of the worm, is that... Um, just just write it down to remember that you've got it. It doesn't, holy it doesn't in there, so I'll just add do that. anything specific. Let's... So four, should we each take one of them? Or Polly, did you grab all? Four oh, oh no! I think everyone could grab a holy oh, symbol. We oh. never know when we're gonna need a holy symbol. That's so true. Um, I have one apple left. Uh, Let's just split people... the turkeys up. Each get a uh, half. Does everyone? Ha does anyone have a bunch of? Turkeys? I think I'm incredibly healthy. I have two appetizer platters. Oh. 
Do you mind if I take your half of the turkey? Yeah, I have a half a turkey. Cool. I have an apple. Okay. I mostly hide behind you, so. No, that's good. I'm gonna take the whole a whole turkey. Then. Cool. Yeah, that, I'm cool with that. And you said thirty gold, right? Thirty gold. Yep. I'm out of food. I only have uh, like weed or stuff like that. <laughs> um, everybody takes seven. We've all been there. She can take nine. Why do I need more? I get more than you all every time. Listen, so you you're a mercenary, us. and we know that we have to give you a little bit of something, something, just in Fine, case. I won't argue on that. I need food, though. I'm bored. I want a toy or a pet or something. So, yeah, so you've all, you've extinguished the flame, and as you are rooting through this treasure okay. and divvying it out, no, Nate. the ground starts to rumble mightily, and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> Villa, I'm really worried about how excited you were about the end times of the Please we... end the podcast on that one. I, I was going to end it on my cliffhanger, but I'm now ending it on death, death. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Roll for Blank Streets of Mage is written by me, Nate Regolia. It features player performances by Billy Ferguson, Race Garber, Danny Headland, and Melody Stevens. Our theme music is A Journey Awaits by Pierre Bondifer at P-B-O-N-D-O-E-R on the socials. It's Creative Commons via opengameart.org. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It's like casting bless on our whole party, and we can use all the help we can get. Otherwise, buy some D&D books or whatever RPG lights you up and get rolling.